Good morning. What is a realistic goal? That's what I'm going to be talking about today. And it came up yesterday in a chat. I had uh, one-to-one with someone who's just about to start um, their Kickstart. And we have a few people starting today. If you want more, more information about our January Kickstart, just comment below with Kickstart or send me a message and I'll get you the details. But what is a realistic goal? And it comes up a lot, especially in January, because if you think I, I talked about goals yesterday and planning a bit in terms of why people don't plan. Um, and there's many reasons why that, but one of the ones a psychologist called uh, Jordan Peterson talks about is that as humans, we don't like to specify conditions for failure. We don't like to specify conditions for failure, which when I think about it and take a step back, I think, yeah, that, that's been so me at times in my life. Like if you say you're going to do something, you've specified a condition for failure. And it's almost like saying now, if I don't do it, I'm going to feel rubbish. I'm going to fail. And we avoid these discomforts which actually often lead to the comfort aka getting closer to a goal even if it's not perfect now another part of this and I've definitely been there is that when we set a goal and you specify those conditions you're essentially potentially saying that you're rubbish if you don't do it right in in your head and and I've been there as well and sometimes it's easier just to not set a goal because then when you fail or if you fail um, which is likely if you haven't got a plan or you haven't set a goal to do it, at least we can say we didn't try. Oh, I didn't, didn't plan to do it anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But deep down, we wanted it. And I've been there for sure. So that it's coming up a lot. So I wanted to touch on today in terms of what a realistic goal is, especially in January. Um, you know, I'm speaking to people and they're like super buzzing. Maybe you've had more time off than normal. Um, real buzzing, but energy level is quite low. Energy level is quite low because of potentially um, overindulged, drinking a lot, not been sleeping much in terms of routine, maybe sleeping in but going to bed late. Um, so waking up a bit of lower energy and then the thought of going straight in on like a 6.30am session as we were talking about yesterday was a bit like, well actually that, that kind of pessimism coming in. But I'm like thinking, you know, is this, have I set myself too much? And... and and we were talking about it because, of course, how what you want to achieve really depends on many things. How much time you have. What's realistic in terms of this? What? How many sessions are you looking to attend or do or workouts anywhere? How many workouts are you looking to do? What are you doing with your nutrition to help with that? Is it a fat loss related goal? Is it strength, muscle, mobility, flexibility related goal? All of these things we have to consider when we're setting an expectation. Because if these mismatch, you're always going to be disappointed. Now... Rule number one in this, though, is you want to set a goal that actually excites you. So does the outcome actually excite you? Because if it doesn't, you're probably going to struggle to be motivated for it because even the result isn't that exciting. And although this kind of seems like it contradicts with setting a goal that's realistic, it can be realistic but exciting as well. So someone could say about a mobility goal could be that I'm getting up and down from the floor more easily. I want to be able to climb this hill, whatever it is. That's exciting. Why You've got to make it exciting. Why is that exciting? When we went through it, it was like, well, I won't have to pretend I'm looking at something when I'm on a walk with the family anymore. That's what one of the ladies said. I won't have to avoid certain situations because I know I'll have the fitness level to do it. Another goal might be around the weight loss side of things. Well, I'll be able to fit into this wedding dress. I've spoken to two people recently come July, come September, or I'll be able to wear a certain item of clothing in that size. It just makes me feel good. And I, and that's okay. Like 
it doesn't define who they are, but at the same time, it just makes them feel good. And that's fine too. Not to mention the health benefits of that, of that health-seeking goal. Um, we know from the current situation that um, excess body fat isn't good in terms of inflammation, our immune system. And we know that there can be benefits there to trying to achieve a goal like dropping X amount of weight or dress sizes and our health and our immune system and our inflammation, our ability to fight off diseases and conditions. So there's, they are exciting by default, like some of these goals. So what actually is realistic? Some of the things I want to say here, it obviously does depend, but a year is a long time. And I think this is the big thing that a lot of us forget. A year is a long time. And I just want to finish on this point, And this is probably the most important point in that if you lost, say, two pounds a week, a lot of people would be really disappointed with that in January. But if you think about that over a year, you're talking like two stone over a year, roughly. And when I say, when they say I want to lose two stone in a year, they're like, yeah, I want to lose two cents a year. That'd be amazing. But if I say two pounds a week, that's not good enough. So it's almost like we want to rush the year now. We want to rush the goals now. And the problem with that is we can potentially set ourselves up for failure, whether that's doing too much too soon, which is fine, providing you have a strategy for if or when the obstacles come in that you maybe didn't do what you said you would do. Because it can be difficult for some people to say they're going to do something, not do something, and get back on the bandwagon. That's why we're doing something in our January Kickstart called the Accountability Challenge, which is where we focus on every day being day one and shortening the gap between you going, oh, I've fallen off the bandwagon, I'll start again next Monday, to going, I've fallen off a bit, but you know what, I'm getting back on it now. If you shorten that gap, and I said to someone the other day, imagine starting again on a Thursday instead of starting again on a Monday every week. So it's that week, it's Wednesday, when quite often um, the wheels have come off and or start to. And instead of going, oh, it's weekend now, I'll start again Monday, every time we just start again Thursday. And all of a sudden that's four days a week that you've clawed back. Over the year, that's 48, 48 more consistent days over the year, which I'm pretty sure is going to lead to that result that you want, or more likely or closer to at the very least, without really feeling like you're changing it on. So I hope that helps. A few things to, to consider with that and know that it is a long time. No, just keep showing up. The more you show up, the better your results are going to be. Whether it is with your water intake in terms of having a glass of water for every meal, whether it's with your protein, getting protein in every meal. We know from research this helps keep you more satiated, satisfied. We know that 35 grams, when people were given 35 grams or so for breakfast, um, they had that and they were subconsciously eat less throughout the day. It's just a, a real simple thing to do. Um, and habits to get right. Can I have at least one big portion of veggies a day? So even if I'm eating out later or I don't get home in time or, or I've got a busy day, I know I've got those veggies in. Can I have something as a backup plan? That isn't perfect, but it's just there as a backup plan, whether that's a ready meal or something similar. That isn't perfect, but will give you an option for when push comes to shove, because what's the alternative? We can sit there and say, ready meals aren't great, even though they are right, actually, now. Um, there's many good ones. Um, and say, you know, it's better to eat fresh and home-cooked food, but then if we're busy and then we get home and it's the opposite is a takeaway, well, what's, been be what's better in that situation, both financially and for our health and nutrition? Anyway, 
I hope that helps. Any questions on that, do let us know. If you want more information on our January Kickstart, then just comment with January uh, Kickstart or send me a message and I'll get you the details. Have an awesome day and we'll see you soon. Take care.